there. Welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy. And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us, as As they they should be. be. We're going to go to crime con yeah we are in like, 2023 why the hell not man why I, wouldn't we we I've should have been to orlando i don't think i have either Mm-mm. um if we're gonna if we're gonna make this a thing like we're doing this podcast we're doing this you know true crime genre like let's let's go big yeah might as well Put ourselves out there. Maybe we can have cards made. Should oh, we, yeah. yeah. Is that still a thing that people do? Shit, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Do they? Oh, my gosh. Am I that old? Like, I don't even know. I don't know. I haven't given a card out to anyone in, like, decades, I feel like. Right. Same. Um, I don't even know if that's a thing people still do. Don't they just hit your QR code on your phone? <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe we make cards with a QR code. That goes straight to the website. <laughs> that's a, That sounds like a real thing, right? Yes. That sounds like a real... Yeah. Yeah? Yes. We're not old. Not at all. We're still young. Why? <laughs> Why would we be old? We're super still young. Definitely... In with the hip kids and the stuff that kids do these days. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. No. No. Not at all. No. It's going to be great. Pretty sure our children would laugh at us right now if they were in the room. <laughs> yeah, but they're jerks. So mm. Whatever. <clears throat> they are. Total jerks. So did you, did you see about the Girl Scout murders? <gasps> Girl! Yes! Girl. Uh, I can't believe it. I'm like, do you know he gets, you, gets another one? But he's long dead. He's long dead and the jury screwed the pooch on it. Yeah. He was their only... Yeah, he was put he on trial. Their only guy in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And he's there where the DNA led. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, seriously? I know. When they originally, so originally they put out the news release Mm -hmm. that they did DNA testing and the DNA excluded all suspects but one. Right. And then they left me hanging. Yes. They left me on red. Yep. And I was like, don't do this to me. But who's the one? Yeah. Tell me now. Yes. And then like a few days later, they were like, Gene Leroy Hart. And I was like, that motherfucker Mm -hmm. got off. Yep. And then 
he died in prison, but yeah, just for a, a few, different crime. Yeah, for a, a near like similar crime. Yeah. Because yeah. he kidnapped a pregnant woman. Yes. And held her at gunpoint or knife point, right? Something like, like that. tortured her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they... I know, I am too. I'm glad they finally got, like, a scientific answer. Right. That had nothing to do with the public opinion answer. Right. Because it is a hotly debated topic. Yeah, because for a long time, they thought more than one man did it. It was a couple of men, right? And so now I'm kind of like, ooh, but there's DNA. Yeah. But he did do it. Yeah. 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 So. OSBI doing doing big things. Doing God's work. Doing God's work here in Oklahoma. (laughs) Man. There's a few other people that should be doing a lot better. Okay. Yep. All right. Do you think we're, are we good to go? Do we need to listen to this? Is everything, peaks are looking good. Everything's fine. We're all fine. Okay. Well, hopefully I can do this story justice. Um, So a few weeks ago, I um, went uh, on a field visit to Arkansas. Okay. For work. Okay. And um, as we're driving down I-40, we come up to the Arkansas River Bridge. And I was like, isn't this, isn't this the bridge that was hit by the barge way back in the day? (laughs) And of course, everyone in the car was like, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when was that? When I'm was getting ready. I'm getting ready to tell you about okay, that. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll let you tell the story. So, because I couldn't remember either, I was like, everyone in the car was like, uh, it feels like 175 mm-hmm. years ago, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. Nope. It was actually May 26th of 2002. <gasps> So we're going to be at 20 years. Yes. 20 year anniversary. Yeah. Of the Weber Falls Bridge collapse. Yeah. Insane. Does not seem like it was that long ago to me. No. Because I remember when it happened. Oof. That was. That was Nuts. nuts. So. The sources that I got all my information from, of course, Wikipedia, CNN, KFOR, Tulsa World, and I believe the Oklahoman, too. So, Yeah, just name an Oklahoma newspaper and it's... Everything. Every... All the things. So this was May 26, 2002, 7.45 in the morning, Joe... Deadman, Captain Joe Deadman, 61-year-old captain of the Robert Y. Love towboat, mm-hmm. was transporting two barges. For the longest time, I just thought it was one. He was transporting two barges okay. on the Ar- Arkansas River. Okay. Captain Deadman only having nine and a half hours of sleep in the previous 42 hours. 
very little sleep Why? in over three days. Um, work, basically. Mm-hmm. Is towing boats that serious? Apparently. I don't know. Shit. Mm-hmm. Like, no shade to them, but like. Yeah. Really? It just reminded me a lot of semi, semi-truck drivers. Because they're for a while before they put these new. Yeah, before they put restrictions on mm-hmm. them. Yeah, because these men were driving on, you know. Well, that's why, you know, crank used to be such a big oh, drug in mm-hmm. the trucking world. Mm-hmm. So they could stay awake. Right. And Coke was too expensive. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I know. But because of this lack of sleep, he lost consciousness, mm-hmm. causing the barges to collide with piers on that I-40 bridge near Weber Falls in Muskogee County. It would cause a 580-foot section of the bridge to collapse. Jesus. 580 feet. Okay, so it being May in Oklahoma. Yes. It's it's Memorial Day weekend, too. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the rainy season. Mm Mm-hmm. It just so happened they were having quite a heavy downpour at the same moment. Ooh. hmm No one knew what was happening until it was too late. Were there cars going across it at the time? Both directions. <gasps> no one. I'll tell you more about it. It's just the most mind-blowing. The heavy downpour caused eight vehicles... And three semi-trucks to plummet 60 feet to either the river below or a collapsed portion of the bridge. Oh, fuck that. That is my actual nightmare. Yeah. The rain was so heavy, they had no clue there was a hole. So, you know, when it's raining um, and you're like can barely see in front of your bumper. Yeah. These people were still going near 70 miles an hour. Fuck. Yeah. Yes. They said that that was just all of a the sudden there was no road. Oh, I'm a hard fuck that mm-hmm. on all of this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Interesting fact, which I did not remember. The same day this was happening, there was a bass fishing tournament just up the river, just near, like near the bridge. There was fishing boats, bass fishermen in the water. The fuck? Uh huh. So they're just watching these cars, like, yep, watching the bridge collapse, and then just watching these cars plummet off into the river. Yep. Basically, basically, there was some men on the shore, and they witnessed this towboat and barges go by, mm-hmm. and a few minutes later, hear a loud bang. Yeah, and then see the bridge collapse and there's a big puff of smoke in the rain. Ooh. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So some of the fishermen that helped with these rescue efforts, Alton Wilhoyt, Kirk Washburn, and Norman Barton would watch as these vehicles just plummeted into the river. Thinking quickly, though, they made their way straight to the crash site and started helping survivors make it to shore. 
within minutes of this happening. They were there. I don't even think it was minutes like they were there. Um, One of the fishermen, not named in any of the reports that I could find, shot. They saw a semi coming towards the hole. They shot a flare gun at his windshield. Mm -hmm. And he locked it up. He shut it down, locked it up. He stopped just in time for his the front wheels of his semi to go off the side. Oh, hell to the uh-huh. Stopped it. Put that puppy in reverse and was able to back his truck off the edge. Down I-40. Mm-hmm. Just backing it down. Yep. He then um, cockeyed, like... Took yeah, the, to block the road. To block it so no one else coming from that direction or, you know, yeah. uh, could also make that same mistake. Shit. I know. Out there doing the Lord's work. Yes. He was like, not not on my watch. I'm going to I'm gonna block the whole, the whole bridge. So another fisherman drove his truck at the bridge. To try and stop people from going over. Okay. And then uh, the the fisherman, Norman Barton, so one of the fishermen I just told you about, this watched this all ha- happen, helped a survivor by the name of James Billu onto his boat after his car was submerged in the river. Like, literally threw a rope out to him and pulled him in. Yeah. I'm I'm a no on all of this. Mm-hmm. I'm a no on fishing. I'm a no <laughs> on cars flying into the river. Yeah. I'm a no on crappy Oklahoma roads. I'm a no on all of this. On all of it. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. They would later tell officials when questioned about what they saw, said it took near five minutes for the cars to stop going off the edge. Like nobody's just nobody could see. Nobody knew what was going on until they were in the river. They said one, one uh, vehicle they did watch was able to get stopped, but then the car coming up behind pushed it in the, pushed it off. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was so bad what these people had to witness and what these survivors had to witness is i just that one of the one of the survivors said something like their their vehicle was the one that landed on the collapsed portion yeah and i think her husband broke his back And she broke, like, her pelvis and ribs. And she goes, there's nothing you could do. You just had to get right with the Lord. And I was like, she's like, we didn't. It was one minute we're driving along and the next minute we're falling. And she was like, you had no time to thank you. Just. But also, if you have a broken back and a broken pelvis, can you imagine trying to get out of the car, like, into somebody's boat or whatever? Mm -mm. I'm just. I'd be yeah. like, just drag me. Just put a rope around me and drag me down the river. Yeah. I don't care if one of these giant fucking alligator tortoises eats me or whatever. <laughs> just, like, drag me down the river. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. hmm <gasps> Yeah. Yuck. 
It was bad. I hate all of this. It was bad. This is... I prefer murders because shit like this makes me never want to get in the car again. And you know my aversion to bridges. Yeah, I In the first place. Let me be very clear with you. Mm -hmm. That shit that happens in Dallas where they have like three fucking... Uh Uh-huh. Levels. Levels of on-ramps going up shit and coming off and Mm -hmm. just whatever. You're on the fucking George Bush turnpike or whatever it is and you're, you know, all that shit gives me the worst anxiety attack. Driving over bridges in Oklahoma in general gives me an anxiety attack because our infrastructure is not great. Right. So I'm just kind of like... Yeah. Just hold on. Just hold on until I get across. Yeah. Just hold hold together until I get across. Yeah. You know? Just let me make it a... Yeah. There's an insane bridge Ooh. in Corpus Christi. I think it's Corpus Christi. And... Is it like one of the long ones that goes across the... It's not only ocean? the long one, but I swear to goodness this thing is 30 stories high. It's like oh, you, go, you go uphill to go on... That. The bridge no. is an uphill climb. No. It's the most insane bridge, and it's terrifying. We were traveling over it during a thunderstorm with, like, to me, it seemed like gale force winds coming right. straight at our car, trying to just make it across this bridge at this ridiculous height. Yeah. going Literally going five miles an hour because you couldn't see what was going on. Yeah. It was terrifying. I'm a no on that. Yeah. So I don't like bridges Mm-mm. a lot. Mm-mm. So within a matter of minutes, 14 people had lost their lives and almost a dozen more were injured. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what what really stuck out to me is you always hear these uh, safety videos, like if your car goes off a bridge, right? Or if your car goes into the water, like what this is what you need to do. videos are you watching? Have you never seen this? No. Oh, okay. Well, I have. Um, and you're supposed to be like, get your, you know, take your seatbelt off, roll your window down, try and get out. Like these, these people hit the water going 70 miles an hour. Yeah. There was hardly anything left of their vehicles. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying. If you do survive it. And you're obviously mm-hmm. fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. You've got like a broken pelvis or whatever. Yeah. How do you even try to? How? I don't know. I honestly, it didn't really go into how this little couple was rescued. If they were rescued via helicopter or boat or how that happened, because. Yeah, I'm not. I, uh, I'm not getting out and crawling to safety. And you could, yeah. There's no way. No, you'd be in too much pain. No. There's no way. Whew. Jesus, 14 yeah. people? 14 people. Fuck. Yeah. So by 9 o'clock, this happened at 745. In the morning? Uh-huh. Or in the evening? In the morning. Okay. By 9 o'clock, first responders, engineers, lake rangers, and the district towboat captain were all on the scene yes okay within an hour okay they're all there the survey boats with sonar equipment um would be instrumental 
in the recovery of vehicles from the river, also helping with locating victims, that type of thing. By 11 o'clock that morning, officials knew they were would no longer find survivors. Oh. Yes. And at that point, the search became a recovery search. Wow. So, yeah. That's fucking bleak. Yeah. So they were real quick with... Um, Which I guess if you're trapped in a car, you can only... Yeah. I mean... Yeah. 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 Okay. So... Thunderstorms were again expected to move in the next morning, potentially halting any recovery efforts. And so knowing that these storms were coming, the Corps of Engineers Mm -hmm. for that area knew they had to shut down the flow from nearby Eufaula Dam. Yeah. So there's so many cubic feet of water that comes out of that dam a day, and they split it in third. Like they almost completely shut the dam down so it wouldn't even even though there was this potentially bad thunderstorm coming they these so they were responsible for not only controlling that dam they were also responsible for water control of flood pools which this is an area of land near a lake or body of water that helps not flood so, yeah, they do like a spillway. Yes. Yeah. So it's like that. So it doesn't just all flood out everywhere, right? Yeah. It goes into a designated area so it's not overflowing the banks and hitting houses and shit. Yes. Yeah. Well, these are also controlled. Mm-hmm. So these people not only had to do you follow dam, they had to control the water for Weber Falls, Ten Killer, Fort Gibson, Grand, Keystone. Eufaula, and Oolagaw, which all of these fed into the Arkansas River. Oh, shit. Yes. So they were like... (laughs) But there's people for that, right? Oh, yeah. Like, every lake has, like, people that around the clock are manning their spillway. Making sure these spillways, yeah. But the amount of water that could have potentially came into the Arkansas River because of these storms during this recovery effort... Was that would have significant. The whole thing. Yeah, it could have made it not only hard for them to, you know, make the bridge more, st- you know, stabilize it. Yeah. Also, they had to keep these barges in this towboat stable because it landed on one of the barges. But it could have been super um, deadly for the men working on it, right? Because yeah. the river could have, you know swole up and then you've got really heavy water flow or whatever so yeah raging river at that point and trying to get cars and stuff out of it yeah Yeah. and it could have just those could have broken free and then washed down the river and done damage and so jesus yeah they had all these people um in place trying to make sure that these these thunderstorms were not going to then spill into the arkansas and just Make it a really, a really bad place. So, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So by midday, that first day, mm-hmm. there were nearly 100 people lining the shores. So this wasn't just the first responders and volunteers. It was all those engineers and and everything like that. Volunteers bringing supplies, food and water. Yeah, like all these things. So we call that the Oklahoma standard. Yes, we do here in Oklahoma. 
I'd like to think it's kind of Oklahoma, Arkansas thing, too, because it's right near the Arkansas. I mean, sure, we can okay. include them if you want to. But I'm just saying. It's called the Oklahoma Standard. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> so for the next three days, recovery efforts as well as efforts to secure the bridge and barges took place. Okay. So by midday on the third day, the 29th, the final victim, three-year-old Shay Johnson, was recovered. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bringing that final total to 14 victims. Jeez. So she was the last of them to be found. When surveying the bridge and the damage, skid marks on the bridge did not stop before the edge. None of the skid marks did. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, yep. Yeah. Those people said as much. Yeah. They just couldn't see anything. Yeah, you could So it just, Mm-mm. I mean. Yeah. One survivor stated he was driving along, and the next thing he remembers, he was in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't remember how he got out of the his car. Ooh. Or how he got to shore. Uh, well, okay. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Just. I'm like, your your yep. brain took over, sir, your and brain you went into tr- survive. trying to protect you from remembering that for the rest yep. of your life. You do not. Yep. You don't want to remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is how our minds take care of us and, yeah. and keep us alive. That's why women, why we keep having babies. Because if we remembered how bad it hurt the first time. Mm-hmm. The species would cease. Yes. Yeah. But our brain makes us forget. Yes. And then we're like, oh, my God, I want to have another baby. I do. And then we go into labor again and we're like, wait, why did I do this? Why? This is stupid. Don't touch me. Pregnant. It's called pregnancy amnesia. Yeah. It's real. My OBGYN told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe all the things he says. <clears throat> so... They were able to confirm that all victims except one died due to drowning. The one, what? You're giving no, me a go look. Ahead. Okay. And that they believe that all the victims were recovered. I the, was like, what else would you die of? But then I was like, hitting the water at 70 miles an yeah. hour or hitting a bridge piece at 70 miles an hour. Whatever. Yeah. So the one that wasn't drowning was his name was army captain, Andrew Clements, and he died of blunt force trauma to the head. Yes. He was traveling from California to Virginia, I believe with his German shepherd. Oh, I know puppy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so, but yeah, that's how he passed. He was the only like wreck type of situation, I guess. Vehicle, you know, like a car wreck. Yeah. But the rest were all drowning victims. Shit. Um, what I didn't remember about this whole thing happening, Shan, which mm-hmm. you're going to find super interesting because I did. Okay. Was that while some were there to help and, you know, show support and bring supplies, one person would think, hmm, this is a great time for me to impersonate an army official. Fuck off. Not kidding. So, William James Clark would arrive on the scene and let... (laughs) 
and let all the officials involved know that he was Army Captain William Clark and he would be taking over recovery efforts. They believed him. What? They believed him. Did he have an outfit on? He had uh, Army fatigues on. But what? Okay, never mind. Go ahead. Uh Uh-huh. Go Uh ahead. I yeah. just have a lot of questions. Oh, right no, now, I did, too. Go ahead. He had never been in the Army. Never yeah, once. he went to an Army surplus store and bought some fucking fatigues. Mm-hmm. Not only did he take charge of this recovery effort. Uh-huh. Like. Please tell me he did a great job, too. No. Oh, no. no. Okay. He would end up obtaining the briefcase of Army Captain Andrew Clements that I just told you about. What? And taking it with him. Then proceeds. This sounds like some fucking government conspiracy shit. Right. Right here. Right. This does not sound like I'm just a rando dude that decided to take a really poor timing for impersonating someone. This sounds like a government conspiracy. You think so until I tell you the rest. Okay, go ahead. Okay. After he took this guy's briefcase... He then proceeded to contact the captain's wife on multiple occasions. Like, contact her how? Like, calling her. To chat? or uh, Apparently. What? It just said to contact. He was contacting her. To chat. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he obviously had some issues. Okay. So, next, he then convinced... A motel in Van Buren, Arkansas, Uh that he was with the Army, that another person would be along to pay for the rooms, (laughs) costing the motel $900. What? Mm -hmm. Yep. Never paid for his room. He also showed up to an Army surplus store in Fort Smith, told them he needed provisions for the rescue efforts, Resulting in $464 and some change of stolen merchandise. But what? Okay. But come on. What army surplus store is like, this guy is in the military Mm -hmm. and has some sort of rank in the military, Mm -hmm. but he needs supplies from me. Like what? You know, I'm not. I'm not even going to try to live in those people's heads and why they thought the way they did. I just think he was really good at giving a weird sob story, maybe or none of this makes sense. None of this. Maybe the army surplus store really thought they were doing God's work when this guy came in. I guess, but like, come on! At some point, you have to ask probing questions. No one, just wait, it gets worse. (laughs) No one was asking probing questions. No, let me tell you how bad it got. (laughs) The last thing he did was he went to a Searcy, Arkansas car dealership, told the owner he needed the truck for supply transport and stole a fucking pickup. I'm done with this dude. But I'm also done with all these fucking people that were like... Sure, take yeah, it. Yeah, totally. That sounds legitimate. No, the fuck it doesn't. Mm-mm. If he's in the army, they have, like, convoys and shit. Yes. That they can use. Yes. 
Not. Yeah. They don't need your F-150. Yeah. What the? I'm so confused. Yeah, yeah. I'm done with this dude, but also I'm like, come on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, all the conspiracy theories could be done. Like, this guy was a pansy or pansy? Ponzi. Pansy? What's the word? (laughs) Potsy. Patsy? Oh, my God. What is the word? Mm -hmm. No, tell me because I can't remember. It's definitely Patsy. Patsy. (laughs) Ponzi. Ponzi. Pansy? Pansy? It's really late in the day. <laughs> I'm just, that's not even a valid no, excuse. this would happen to you at 10 a.m. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it really would. You're such a Ponzi. Like, what? I'm going to use that all the time. Okay. So, he was finally found. So, he, he, he cut and run. After stealing the truck. Well, no. Hashtag no No shit. shit. He was found in Ontario, Canada in Uh June Uh in the stolen truck. But with also a rifle that he was able to purchase in Oklahoma, even though he had previous felony convictions. He bought it at a gun show, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I love the gun shows. Mm Mm-hmm. Love oh that gosh. loophole. Love it. So, after that whole debacle mm-hmm. and everything was, you know, all the automobiles were recovered, the traffic was diverted for months while they rebuilt this bridge. Yeah. I And in my mind, I'm like, I wish I would have looked up where it was diverted to because there's you'd have to go miles out of the way yeah i remember specifically them news stories during that time because i had just graduated high school that Mm -hmm. was the summer after i graduated i was living yeah it was life i was very large and pregnant. pregnant yes and i remember news stories about that like people were livid that they would get to a certain point in Oklahoma or a certain point in Arkansas and then have to go 30 miles out of the way to detour around just because of this bridge. And yeah, like people that didn't know about it, you know, were pissed because they were losing time on their routes and whatever. And truckers were having a hard time trying to get through there because it was smaller roads and things like that. So it caused a lot of issues. Yeah. Transportation wise. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. Anyways, not a lot of highways going in and out of Oklahoma. Major no, ones. Not in that area. Yeah. yeah. So um, during the investigation, it, it was found that that towboat, the Robert Y. Love, had issues previously with the steering, but that those... Um, accident the the reason of those accidents like the steering whatever all the mechanical things uh-huh. i guess i don't know yeah they those those were shit. corrected mm-hmm. yes and that there hadn't been any issues between those times and that the true cause of the accident was that kept 
that Captain Joe um, Deadman did only have the nine and a half hours, but it had caused him to suffer from ventricular tachycardia. So his little heart like. Yeah. So So was he having a moment? Yeah. He had a little heart episode on the boat. Ooh. Yeah. I'm like, now if we think about it, he probably had no hours, obviously no hours of sleep, and was red bulling that shit up or copious amounts of caffeine. Yeah. And those copious amounts of caffeine can make you tachycardic real quick. I was going to say, did they drug test him? Surely they did, because that's Mm. a DOT thing. Yep. Yeah, there was drug tests. He was fine. That was all clean. Like, no drugs in his system at all. Man. So. That poor guy. I wonder, I wonder if after that was over, he was like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. I don't think he did. I think he was like, I'm done. can't do this anymore. At 61, I would be like, I'm done. I just, yeah. I just. At 61, if they wanted me to work 42 hours straight with no sleep, I'd be like, fuck off. Right. I'm 61. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Call somebody younger mm-hmm. with more caffeine in their blood. Right. And fuck off. Right. Yeah. No. I got it. I'm. No. So the bass fishermen that were nearby, they would um, tell investigators that the barge, when they saw it go by, was moving straight down. The it gives us like a little 400 foot wide navigation channel Mm -hmm. that they go through. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly it just veered west. Shearing, shearing those bridge piers. Oh, man. Yeah. So he had like an episode and like laid probably probably steering wheel mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Steering wheel? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Surely it's a steering wheel in a boat, just like it is in a car, right? Because it's a wheel. What else would you call it? Well, don't they call it something different on a boat? I don't know. You know I'm not a boat person. I'm not either. (laughs) I have no idea. If you know what it is, tell us what it's called. Please. I could Google it. I'm not going to, but I could. We're going to call it a steering wheel. It's a boat steering wheel. It's a boat steering, a tow boat steering wheel. That's t- that's definitely right. For sure. Sure. That is definitely right. Sure. Okay. So the survivors and victims' families did eventually bring a lawsuit against the company that owned the towboat. I bet. And they did come to a settlement for an undisclosed amount. I bet. They also sued the Captain Joe. Yeah. As well. So as well as... Um, the Department of Transportation also sued this towboat Magnolia Marine Transport Company, Captain Joe, and then the parent company for $56 million, But then it never said what that final amount was for. So, But they said See, that all of that was going to go towards fixing that bridge. I sort of wonder if it was a DOT requirement for them to have a certain amount of sleep in a certain amount of, you know, just mm-hmm. like truck drivers. Yeah. Because it, it didn't used to be that way. Right. It also didn't used to be that way for airline pilots. Right. But I wonder if it is a DOT requirement now for, like, for boat captains and 
Yeah, I think any type of moving Whatever. vehicle, moving transportation, you should have. It should be like set requirements. Agree. Please be well rested. For the love of and God. And if that means my goods don't get to me in a timely manner or my airplane doesn't arrive on time, I, I'm i actually fine with that. I, I'd like to make it there alive. Yeah, I'm actually super fine with that. I mean, just everybody likes... We've had the supply chain issue for months now. Um, I feel like that's yeah, going to be commonplace. And fine. everybody's still alive and kicking yeah. uh, with the supply chain. So I feel like, hey, let's just keep using that yeah. so you guys can get some rest, you, you know? You need to pull over and take a nap. Pull over and take a nap nap. It's like, it's fine. Yep. Nappy naps are the best. Mm-hmm. I wish I could take them. Um. So uh, I did want to read off the names of... The victims as well as the survivors since we are coming up on that 20th anniversary cool. so do it victims were captain andrew clements janine collie gail shanahan the family of three misty james and shay johnson mm. wayne and susan martin paul tellel jr david and jean Muggenborg, and I hope I'm pronouncing these right, guys. I'm, I'm, I apologize if I'm not. And Jerry and Patricia Gillian. Okay. Okay. The three survivors of the cars that fell into the water are James Billyu, Rodney Tidwell, and Richard Colley. Mm. Max and Goldie. Allie's vehicle was the one that landed on the collapsed portion of the bridge. Right. So that is the um, crazy, scary, all the things story of the Weber Falls bridge collapse. God bless. I know. That was rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was and- super rough. There are articles that go over, um, you know, the victims, where they were from and, um, you know, kind of what they did. I think one of these couples were actually divers, like um, rescue divers or something like that, which was, I think, made it kind of sad in a way. Um, And then I believe one of these men lost his wife, one of the survivors. So... It's ju- it was just a really sad day that just stuff can happen out of the blue and you just never know. And yeah. I think this was a really good lesson for me and hopefully for other people that, I mean, just, you know, be thankful every day for for what you have. And, yeah. and please let your people that you love know you love them. And if you can't tell them, show them that type of thing, you know. Yeah. In your own way, show them. But yeah, it was, it just happened so fast. And um, the men that had to witness it, I, I feel sorry for them too. I do too. Because, you know, they're going to live with that for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And I hope they went away with it knowing they did everything they could and get some peace from that, but still watching right. car, vehicle after vehicle after vehicle plunging and not being able to, you know, stop them or 
which they did in the end. They they were able to stop um, stop them after a minute, but Jesus, yeah, that was rough. Yeah, that was really rough. These are the things that pop in my mind when I'm going across a bridge on the way to Arkansas. Like, when did this happen? And then I look it up, and I'm like, this is awful. This is Jeez. this is what happened in the insane dipshit that took full advantage of the whole situation yeah that was the craziest part yeah because mm-hmm. for days he was there yeah just grifting people right and left they all believed him shit yep that was it's crazy good job shy thanks shan If you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here, like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are underscore doing underscore fine underscore OK underscore pod.